Amelia McKenzie loses her NXT UK singles debut. RevPro announced Southside Women's Championship match for Epic Encounters 10. Progress Wrestling will kick off their best of three series to crown a new women's champion at Chapter 109. British Wrestling Revolution have announced the first seven competitors for Riot Rumble to crown a new BWR champion. All this plus more. More match announcements, more show announcements, and, well, just more on the Brit Rest Roundup. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in with us. We are T and Tights, a great British wrestling podcast for great British wrestling. I am your host, the great British Otaku, Mr. Andrew Moore, and Ethan Most. And, of course, the heart and soul of the show, the pro wrestling t-shirt champion of the world, my co-host, Big Daddy Dan, Mr. Daniel Allen, Dan for short. How you doing, Dan? I am very thankful for being married to the most amazing woman in the world, uh, Mrs. Amy Allen, um, who has appeared on this podcast before and is currently sorting out all of my computer access because I am a useless man who doesn't listen. You know what? I am also a useless man who does not listen and therefore my amazing fiancé also has to do all of my IT stuff. Because I get frustrated easily, unfortunately. It's true. It's true. We're men. What can you do? Uh, as we say, we are here with a British Wrestling Roundup. Lots of British Wrestling news to get through, as always. Uh, I'm a bit annoyed. There was no ICW Fight Club this week. Oh, I know. That's a shame. But there was WXW. There was, um, and I did watch which that. Which I watched. I watched. I did too. too. We can discuss it. We uh, can. How what? professional is WXW? I love it. I, I know this is. I know this is a silly thing. We talk about um how AEW wants to be a sports part of sports entertainment. They yeah. could definitely take some lessons from WXW. I love the timer at the bottom. It's a little thing. But it makes a big difference. It does. And all the backstaging is used. None of it's always interrupted by something. Everything's nice and clean. There's some really, really good young and, uh, you know, veteran stars there as well. And uh, Marius Awani, he's just something at the moment, isn't he? He is fantastic. And I love the Pretty Bastards. Yeah. How can you not love the Pretty Bastards? Uh, They are... Yeah, they're very, very entertaining. But as we'll, we'll, we'll maybe talk about that a little bit later. Uh, so we'll we'll get through. Some... Technically, it's not British, I know. No, because I was going to bring it up later and say, should we to be talking about WXW? Yes, it's not British, but it is European. There have been a lot of British stars that have made their name and mark on WXW, including Cara Noir who was, of course, the 16-carat champion this year. And he was also the catch Grampy finalist uh, coming up short to Marius Awani in what was an impressive tournament. I really have enjoyed getting into WXW. And, yeah, so we should talk about that uh, maybe at the end of the uh, thing. But let's get kick it off. Uh, WAW, the Association yes. of Wrestling, no, the World Association of Wrestling. There we go. Uh, famous for being the um, the uh, the wrestling association run by the knights. Yeah, of course. Uh, they've uh, introduced and trained a lot of the top stars of these days. Uh, but they, they're a good company. Uh, they've got their stuff together. Could, uh... They've got the um, all the holiday camps um, around Norfolk and the southeast. Um, they do all of the park resorts holiday camps, and they always put on a good show. You normally get the um, UK hooligans doing a tag team match, um, and then you'll get a young up and comer, and normally one of their um, visiting stars because they do get people coming over from America, Japan, and Mexico. Hmm. Gotta gotta get uh, used to that holiday park atmosphere. How to control a crowd, one oh one. But yeah, they you know Soraya Knight is no longer associated with the training system that they have over there anymore. Uh, I know that she. I believe there was some issues 
But other than that, you know, they, they are back up and running. And one of the big things about them is they do also offer one of these uh, non-wrestler training days, as in train to become a referee, train to become a commentator, an interviewer. Uh, we spoke about this last week with PCW who do a similar thing. Um, so with the, the WAW, they've got several dates available coming up. They have indeed. £30 a person, so easily affordable in most cases. Uh, Sunday the 30th of May, Sunday, the, well, they're all Sunday dates. So uh, 30th of May, 27th of June, 25th of July, 22nd of August, 26th of September, 24th of October, and the 28th of November. Uh, you can get more details about that if you go check out wawuk.com. Uh, speaking of WAW, they do have a joint show coming up on the 29th of May uh, with Classic Pro Wrestling, Classic UK Pro Wrestling, so C-U-K-P-W. Uh, you can pre-book tickets via a hotline at the moment, uh, so go, go check that out. Uh, there will be a six-man elimination match between WAW stars and C-U-K... PW stars in the main event. So Team WAW is uh, Captain Marvel Marcus and the Battle Cats. And on Team CUKPW, Josh Bradford, Drake Winter, and Ryan Rude. Uh, Ryan Rude is a great wrestling name. Ryan Rude. It's just one of those classic names, you know. Uh, Nem Nemesis will also be defending his interim heavyweight championship against Zack Knight. Yay, the Zebra Kid. Indeed. Uh, he's the one featured in... Uh, Fighting with my family. Fighting with my family, yes. Is that right? Yeah, and he's a great wrestler. I've seen him wrestle quite a few times. Um, he is very, very good. Quite outspoken online. Okay, then. <laughs> Is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's an independent thing. I am not going to comment either way because I do hope to meet um, Zach at some point in the near future and don't want to um, say anything to get myself into trouble. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a very good point. Uh, moving on to Prime Wrestling Entertainment, I, I will be booking my tickets to hopefully go see their first show, uh, their first tape show as well, Prime Wrestling Entertainment, up in the uh, northeast with me. Uh, so they have confirmed that the tag team of Crash Boat, uh, Jack Silver and Jack Bandicoot, uh, they will be joining their roster. They're described by PWE as innovative, exciting, and possible future champions. The pop, the pop punk kid, Jake Silver, and Jack, I believe there's a Jack Hatch Bandicoot, offers something very unique to PWE. Uh, their speed and agility makes them one of the most refreshing teams in the British wrestling uh, Crash Boat are no success to strangers. Uh, sorry, no strangers to success in tag team wrestling, having held tag team gold in multiple promotions across the UK. Uh, they are due to compete at the PWE first tape show, so I will hopefully see them live in action on the 10th of June, where they are set to face off against the team of Rory Coyle and Ryan Ace. I've seen Rory Coyle before, and again, he is—he's—he's um, he's a good wrestler. Very. Um, if I say meat and potatoes, it sounds almost like an insult. Mm. Um, it's not meant to be. It's meant to be. He is a good wrestler. He can do a solid, solid performance. Yes, the video, the video nasty himself, the sick boy. Rory Coyle, uh, legendary hardcore matches, of course, as well as, yeah, as you say, he's a, he's a throwback to a brawler-style wrestler rather yeah. than a uh, worker. And, you know, if everybody was a worker, it would be boring. Yeah, more of a sort of Vader style. Mm. Uh, so very... Oh, actually, I liken it more to uh, Cactus Jack. 
Yes. So and uh, so and Ryan Ace, who will be teaming up with, very young lad, twenty one years old. Uh, he's only got a few years' experience behind him. Uh, so has Rory Coyle taken a shine to him? Is this somebody who's going to be taking underneath his wing? Is he? Who, who knows? Uh, they have also announced that Mickey Limerick will be joining the roster. Uh, Limerick is a British heavyweight champion, a UK middleweight champion, a BCW tag team champion, new tags champion, WZW cruiserweight champion. He's got 18 years of experience behind him, and he is set to face LJ Cleary, uh, I believe, on the 10th of June show. So awesome. That should should be something for me to look forward to. Uh, he must have a very, very long torso to be able to fit all of those belts. <laughs> he must have. I, I'm assuming these are obviously just championships he has won at some point. Uh, I guess he, he may be all of these champions right now. I don't know. I don't know actually much about him considering he's an 18-year veteran. Uh, so I need to find out, I guess. <laughs> uh, and LJ Cleary I do know more about a uh, young guy part of the Morden Height tag team very uh, innovative threesome uh, great great young talent and another big name that's been announced to be part of their roster is Lizzie Evo who let's face it is probably the most in demand uh, Brit Rest superstar right now uh, she, uh, I have seen. I can. I've seen literally every promotion clamoring to get dates for Lizzie Evo as it goes down. And it's not surprising. She is one of the very best independent uh, women, particularly in that North area. Um, speaking of the women, they've also dropped bios um, for the up and coming roster talent. Um, Natalie Skies is the twenty first century liability. Love that. Hailing from Leeds, Skikes is a um, from a generation raised on pop culture and has never gone without the internet. She is sweet with a sparkle of an emoji in her, but you will leave on. But we'll leave you on read. There we go. Sparkle of emoji, but she'll leave you on. You see, I'm too old for this. Yeah, I don't understand any of that. Sparkle emoji that will leave you on read. Okay, well, I'll tell you what I do understand. Natalie's already established in British wrestling, having success in the Rise Wrestling, Defiant, Future Shock, Pro Wrestling E, TGW, and loads of promotions around the UK. And in, she's wrestled in India as well for Wrestlewood. So, yeah, she's going to be appearing for PWE Prime on multiple dates throughout 2021. Indeed. Somebody I look forward to uh, catching on a regular then. Uh, yeah, the wrestling on India that's that that stands out, doesn't it? It does. Um, India is the biggest untapped network. WWE have obviously just opened their um NXT India school. Um, but when TNA went over there and did Rinka King with Sony, mm-hmm. um, the numbers that they were getting were just unreal. They were shooting everybody else out of the water. You, you're having each show being watched by 10, 12 million people. It's just, it was insane. And there's a long lineage of great Indian competitors in wrestling. Mm. Dating all the way back to the 1930s where an Indian champion went up against a British champion. It is indeed. And we spoke to the um, gentleman who wrote the novel, sorry, not the novel, the biography of... Chick Knight, or Chick Knight, cocky, cocky villain. Indeed, the uh, the lovable London villain. Just uh, great history that we learned from Andy Scott about that. So uh, go check out that special. It's one of our early ones, so it will be towards the uh, top of the episode lists. If you yeah. find us on Spotify, might just have to do a quick burst of all our interviews again, just yeah. so people can see them. Anyway, British uh, Wrestling Revolution. Yeah. BWR. They've announced the competitors for their Royal Rumble to crown a new champion at the Riot Rumble show on the 9th of July. First to be announced is Jack Jester, a former BWR champion and ICW legend. Robbie X, 
who isn't Scottish, was the second competitor to be announced. Uh, with the legendary Doug Williams announced as the third competitor. Four young up-and-comers were simultaneously announced with Man Like Dress. Uh, Man Like Dress, sorry, silly me. Two by Scotty Rourke and former BWR champion Reese Ryan. Yeah, great, great, great names there. Uh, Robbie X, as you rightfully pointed out, is not a Scottish luchador. One day he used to wear a blue mask with a white cross. Anyone can make that mistake. Uh, he is from Lincolnshire. He's a fantastic, he's a very young veteran, been around the scene. And if we're talking about veterans, then two more in Jack Jester, uh, Doug Williams. It's just, you know, Doug Lee is hands down one of the best British wrestlers ever and has been announced up and down the country since his return to wrestling. So just so many people, you know, he's just going to be wrestling so many different people up and down the country. And I can't wait for these young guys to get in the ring with a guy like Doug Williams. And speaking of Doug Williams, Red Pro have announced their contract appearances for many of the roster. Um, so far, they've included Doug Williams and Dean Allmark, and this week they announced dates for both uh, Giselle Shaw and Maria May. Mm. So, uh, Giselle Shaw is going to be July 4th, 18th, and 31st, August 8th, 15th, 21st, September 4th, 5th, 19th, 26th, October 3rd, 10th, 25th, November 6th, 7th, 2021st, December 5th, 12th, and 27th. Of course, Giselle Shaw is the former RevPro Women's Champion. Uh, incredible, incredible uh, competitor. We do love Giselle Shaw. Uh, really ripping it up with Progress Wrestling as well currently. And Maria May, I believe this will actually be her RevPro debut. So uh, that will be July 18th. And therefore, after it will be July 31st, August 1st, August 8th, uh, August 15th, and the... 21st. Uh, so yeah, Maria May, looking forward to seeing her in her first appearance for uh, Red Pro. It should be a really good first appearance as well. She, um, she's she got to be fired up and ready to go. Uh, I mean, we should probably just remind the people that she is fighting a defamation lawsuit uh, put in place by Shit Scarla. Yep. Uh, but yeah, even then. But moving on, RevPro yes. have announced Epic Encounters 10. Uh, looking Yay. forward to this. Uh, this is going to be free on YouTube once again. Uh, this is Sunday the 25th of April, so two weeks time from now. Uh, of course, we will be watching as always, so we will be bringing you the results on our Brit Rest Roundup for that week. Uh, matchups include Screwface Armored versus Dan McGee. Uh, so this was the first match announced. Uh, Dan McGee is a product of the Rev Pro Contenders Division. Uh, he's been trained down over at the Rev Pro Portsmouth School of Wrestling. He's actively competed for the last six years, and this will mark his first competitive appearance during the Epic Encounter series. Screwface Armored is an absolute veteran. Uh, he's had a change of fortune since joining up with uh, Gideon Gray's Legion. Uh, so, looking forward to a good, solid match between those two. Conor I'll tell you what, there's, there's two matches on this card that I am so excited for. I bet I can guess one. I'm Actually, I'm pretty sure I can guess both. And, it, and as much as you're excited for this next matchup, I'm sure it's not quite that one yet. And it's Conor Mills versus Sean Jackson. Uh, two young competitors, Connor Mills, big fan of Sean Jackson, uh, good, good, solid worker. Uh, Lee Hunter versus Kid Lycos 2. Uh, Lee Hunter of the Hunter Brothers, uh, one of the best British tag teams there has ever been. And Kid Lycos 2, obviously part of the Lycos gym. Chris Ridgeway versus Callum Newman, uh, which is a match I'm definitely looking forward to. Uh, as long as Callum Newman can avoid the kicks, the knees, the elbows, and the grappling of Chris, Risway, Chris Ridgeway, I'm sure he'll do fine. 
That, that's great recommendations there. <laughs> I think you definitely need to put that up on Twitter. Uh, I did. I, I, as soon as I saw the matchup announced, it was just like, you know, Callum Newman is in with a chance as long as he avoids the kicks, the elbows, the knees, the punch, and the grab. <laughs> but, you know, Callum Newman is explosive. He's energetic. He has amazing agility. So if anyone can avoid it, it's Callum Newman. Yeah. JJ Gale didn't do much of a great job of it last time out against Callum Newman, though. And this is the one that I'm assuming you're very, very, very much looking forward to. And it, of course, is the bracket B final uh, for the Southside Championship tournament. Ricky Knight Jr. versus Charlie Sterling. Okay, Jay versus Charlie Sterling. So come on, tell me your thoughts. I know you're looking forward to it. I am really looking forward to it. You have got two of the UK's best wrestlers there, full stop. Mm. You've got um, Ricky Knight Jr., who's been on absolute tear through Rev Pro. Um, and he's changed his style up. He's changed his physique. He is doing brilliantly. And Charlie Sterling, um, every time we interview somebody involved in British wrestling, they're saying that Charlie Sterling is the best. Yeah. I, I, you know, anytime I've brought him up to anybody, anybody we've spoken to, anybody that's, you know, when we've asked who's out there in the British, yes, they all say Charlie Sterling. And uh, it's not hard to see why when you actually see him compete. Uh, <laughs> not to be slept on anymore. I truly think this is going to be his breakout year, but I do not think he is going to beat uh, Ricky Knight Jr. Uh, and then, of course, there is Elia James versus Kanji. Uh, just tell us about that one quickly. Well, I think this is going to be a really interesting one because Kanji is known for her striking. Um, she's absolutely brilliant with that. And Elia James, even though she is very new to the scene and she hasn't been wrestling for such a long time as Kanji has. She is doing brilliantly. She's already signed on by WWE. She has got a fantastic arsenal. Um, her middle rope jumping um, cutter is just beautiful. And I think that she is going to give Kanji a good run for her money. But I do think in the end, this is going to be Kanji's night and she's going to be the one that walks away with the win. However, as well as all of these amazing matches, we have had promises of appearances from Gideon Gray and Sky Smithson, who I think will probably interrupt at the end of the Ilya James and Kanji match. Mm. And God help us all, Matt Kurt. Oh, indeed. Any. Um, Matt Kurt, I just want to say um, this week, or it might have been at the end of last week. Mad Kurt called out Austin Aries for some absolute ridiculous touch that Austin Aries put on. I'm not even going to justify, I'm not even going to give any kind of comment on it. However, on this occasion, I loved Mad Kurt's responses. He's brilliant. Excellent work, Mad Kurt. And to you, Austin Aries. Mad Kurt is fantastic for trolling. Uh, Anyone. But, yeah, anyone, really. He's just amazing. But he really does call out uh, wrestlers that may have certain views. He makes a, a point of view to call out wrestlers who have certain point of views. And he, I like Mad Kurt. I really do. Uh, I think he's very technically sound as a wrestler. Uh, and he is just weird and hilarious. And it, it's it's... It's different to say other people's gimmicks because when he'll say try to fight big guys, you know, he gets flawed and hammered like he should. And it's funny to watch. It is. So, uh, catch pro. This is progress. Catch hmm? pro. Cat, there's a catch pro one, actually, uh, where he goes down to challenge the butcher. <laughs> it's just hilarious because he's just, you know, giving in the... Uh, uh, the hand slaps to the chest, boom, 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 just punches, just obviously, just no selling all of it, and then just clouts him. And that's good wrestling. 
<laughs> Speaking of Catch Pro, we'll just jump ahead to them. Um, oh, yeah, Catch Pro have announced the third competitor for their Women's Great British Heavyweight Tournament at Catch 24-7 on the 24th of July, which is Ivy. Yeah, Ivy. Uh, top, top, top name over in the uh, Northern Isles. Uh, big, big name, big, uh, fantastic wrestler. She'll be joining Lizzie Evo and one of your favourites, Clementine. Uh, yeah, I love Clementine. She is wonderful. She is hysterical. She is a member of BDSM, which is the big, dangerous, scary mammals. Indeed. Um, and do check out those t-shirts if you haven't checked out those t-shirts because they're absolutely adorable. Best British t-shirts for years. Yes, uh, well, I need to get one on order for you. <laughs> yeah. it, this is progress. Yeah, this is progress. Progress. I have announced chapter 109. Uh, it's Dreaming in 3D, and it will see Kanji versus Giselle Shaw in their first of uh, the first of their best of three series to crown a new women's champion. Mm. Uh, since Ginny obviously relinquished the title last uh, time out at chapter 108 uh, in a very moving speech and uh, yeah look forward to this obviously Kanji has a little extra added in, you know incentive because Giselle Shaw interfered in her match against Mercedes Blaze later in the night and that actually cost Kanji the match so a little more incentive than usual uh, they've also confirmed that the final tag team quarter final match uh, which would be Greedy Souls Brendan White and Danny Jones, the uh, the Welsh contingent, if you like, mm -hmm. and they'll be taking on Charlie Sterling and Nick Riley, uh, who are top competitors down over in Reach Wrestling. Uh, so Danny Jones, you may of course recognise as one of the um, uh, I'm not going to say jobber uh, enhancement talents over at WWE UK NXT UK. Indeed, and of course. Uh, Brendan White is part of uh, Rev Pro's Contenders Division. So, Indeed. Awesome, awesome stuff. Uh, and big, big one on this one, actually. Uh, it was Progress Wrestling raised... Oh, Progress Wrestling and Kid Lycos recently raised uh, a good chunk of money for charity this past week, auctioning off the mask of like that Lycos wore in his match against Cara Noir. Uh, they managed to raise... £720 for it in auction. That's amazing. And they're going to be splitting a total raise between the Down Syndrome Association and the uh, Brain Trust. That is brilliant. Great work there to Lycos um, and to Progress. Great work. Indeed. Uh, Fight Nation Wrestling. Yay. Somebody you're going to be going to see very, very soon on the 27th of June. Uh, I am so excited. And they have announced um, one of the tag team matches, the tag team tournament, which is the Brothers Orr, Alfie Orr and Otis Orr, who we will be interviewing soon, versus the Billington Bulldogs, who I know you're a big fan of, Thomas and Mark Billington. Of course, the uh, Mark and Thomas Billington are the nephews of the late legendary Dynamite Kid and uh, trained by some of the best in the business, as you probably could assume. Uh, when you carry a name like that, you can probably walk into any wrestling school. <laughs> okay, and uh, yeah, look forward to getting to know the brothers all. Uh, when you told me we had them coming on soon, I was super excited for that. Uh, and yeah, just another great young British tag team. I love tag team wrestling. I know you're really looking forward to FNW. So, and they have also confirmed that Doug Williams will be part of that show. So I'll get to see Doug Williams back as well. See, I told you Doug Williams is everywhere. He is. <laughs> he is just literally everywhere at the moment. But who can blame? These promotions, these are he's just a legend. Uh TNT. Go on, you're the extreme guy. Oh yeah. Um, going off big time on the 26th of June, we'll see Lizzie Evo defend her women's title against Alexis Falcon. That is gonna be a fantastic match. Alexis Falcon is brilliant. You see her as almost as much as you see Lizzie Evo being booked. 
So that's going to be absolutely brilliant. And also going to be a part of going off big time is Big Effin Show. Joe. Big Effin Joe. Sounds quite similar to Big Guns Joe. Yeah, I, I did wonder if there was any relationship to uh, Big Guns Joe, but I, I'm not sure. He's a deathmatch guy, so... <laughs> we shall see. I think there's yeah. probably going to be a slight difference. Um, and he will be part of the Fatal 4-Way to crown the Extreme Division Champion. I really want to go and see this, but I can't drive all the way to Manchester on the 26th and all the way back down to Milton Keynes on the uh, 27th. So. Yes, very good point. Uh, yeah. yeah, big, big shame, but... I have to find Actually, out if they have just, service. They have just uh, announced another competitor. I just saw this actually on Twitter before we went on. So, And Ooh. it is the, uh, the, the Glasgow Jester himself. Oh, is it Jack? It is Jack Jester. Ooh. And then, He's having a busy time at the moment as well, isn't he? He is. Uh, the uh, kinky guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Big kink. Uh, he's going to be, again, he's going to be part of that fatal four way to crown a new extra, extreme division champion. Well, yeah. uh, Southwest Wrestling, SWW, uh, have announced Warriors, their first ever all-female show. Uh, this is going to be on Sunday the 15th of, I didn't put the date down. It's going to be on a Sunday on the 15th. <laughs> so so whatever, wherever there's a month and it's 15th on a Sunday. I think it's August. <laughs> I think you I'm, I'm pretty sure it's August. Uh, let's, let's, yeah, you, well, well, while you double check that, I'll carry on. Uh, so this is going to be at Lake Fest at Hereford. Uh, on the poster, the it featured girls, uh, women like L.A. Taylor, Lucia Lee, Maria May, Kiara Chantel Jordan, a couple of others I'm not so familiar with. Uh, I'm hoping and really hopeful that this will feature uh, some or all of their Warriors Classic tournament. This was announced real, real while back. We actually talked about this on one of our real, real early shows, uh, which is obviously an, an all-women's tournament. Uh, scheduled were Millie McKenzie versus Armina Lilly, Maria May versus Lucia Lee, Lizzie Evo versus Chantel Jordan, L.A. Taylor versus Shauna Shea. Uh, although I can't confirm this, obviously this is not confirmed whatsoever, uh, I just would like to hopefully, possibly... You know, girls, as I mentioned, uh, the ladies, uh, most of the girls that I mentioned, ladies, women, uh, I mentioned in the poster were all scheduled to be a part of that tournament. Uh, whether Millie McKenzie will be available, who knows? We'll have to wait and see. Uh, look forward to further announcements about that. Uh, it is course. August. There we go. Sunday the 15th of August. At Lakefest, Hereford. Anyway, uh, Superstar Pro Wrestling, SPW, uh, brand new promotion over in the Liverpool area. Rora Tevez is due to face Lucy Sky on the 14th of April. Uh, That's the debut show, Slam Jam. No, 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 sorry. It's not. I've made a mistake in my notes there. It's the 14th of April show. No, that can't be right. I'm just making loads of mistakes now. I'm the SMS was reported on the 14th of April. Ah. <laughs> and she will be at their debut show, Slam Jam, on the 21st of June. Yes, that's right. I'm just I'm just full of mistakes today. My bad. They're, you know, he he actually makes me do all the work and do all this uh, right up, by the way. I've just and then I have oh to... yeah, I'm I'm an absolute slave driver. You see, I stand behind him with a kendo stick, about Terrible. 150 miles behind him, but still behind him. Yeah. Uh, another matchup announced for Slam Jam uh, is Matt Fox versus Ethan Kelly, two very young up and comers. Uh, Matt Fox, I do know, is trained in catch wrestling, one of my favourite styles of wrestling. So uh, I look forward to seeing lots of suplexes from him. <laughs> I think you'll probably see a whole lot of suplexes from him. I'm pretty sure we will. Uh, one of your favourites. I know she's one of your favourites. Go on, Wrestle Carnival. 
Session Moth Martina will be stumbling her way to the Wrestle Carnival debut show. I hope they have a lot of beer. They're mm -hmm. going to need it. Um, she will be taking part in the debut show, The Curtain Call, on August the 1st at the Portland Centre in Nottingham. This Wrestle Carnival, Carnival just became a party. Whoop, whoop. Um, Wrestle Carnival is going to be the British show of the year, I think. Really? You're, you're going you're gonna to push them that high? I know. They, they, they have an excellent roster. They've been building uh, a fantastic roster. With lots of huge names uh, going to be part of that August 1st show. Uh, people like Warren Banks, Lizzie Evo, Kanji, Charlie Sterling, Danny Black, and many, many more are all going to be there, part of that August 1st show. And Session Moth Martina. How can you, you know, she is just... An amazing character of wrestling, uh, just super young veteran, if you like. She's wrestled yeah. all over the world, uh, from stardom in Shimmer in Japan. Uh, she signed with ROH in 2019 after she turned down an offer from the WWE. Uh, so looking forward to seeing her at that debut show, which hopefully we are both planning to be part of and... Uh, to watch that one live. We uh, intend to attend, but I think we intend to be part of, but I no. think we intend to attend. Yes, intend <laughs> to attend. Of course, we might be part of it if WrestleCares are there, because we'll help them out in any way we can. Yes, we will. Got to go double-check WrestleCares, make sure you see what they're doing online ahead of this, um, because if you are attending Wrestle Carnival, you might be able to help some children in need. Indeed. Uh, Rumble Wrestling, uh, one of the... Uh, smaller wrestling type of companies so uh, they're going to have a family-friendly two-hour show in Crowborough for the first time with their summer special on Friday the 27th of August uh, buy tickets at buytickets.at forward slash rumble wrestling main event wrestling MEW will be back on the 23rd of July in in this in Dan. In 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 the Sri We're going to say Longbenton because we can probably pronounce that one. Probably how you pronounce that. You'll understand. Britain is a very expansive place with lots of strange names sometimes. Well, yes, I currently live in Letchworth next to Bulldog. I so. live. I live in a place called Mask by the Sea. Are you by the sea? We are by the sea, so it's very literal in meaning. It is mask <laughs> by the sea. I, I can see the sea from my house. It's beautiful on a nice, beautiful sunny day, which uh, we've been having as of late. I have indeed. Right. NXT UK results review, however you want to call it. Go on. <laughs> so we started off with Nason. Nason? Yes, Nason. Because they keep changing names. Nathan Frazier mm -hmm. defeated Saxon Huxley. Now, I enjoyed this match a lot. This is the Saxon Huxley that I want to see. Mm. He battered Nathan Fraser. And what I really liked as well was Fraser looked scared at times. He genuinely had facials that were like, he's going to kill me. Yeah. Um, the chest stomp in the corner that Huxley did was brilliant. He really, really used the turnbuckles repeatedly to his advantage. Um, and Fraser's speed on the suicide dive that he did out to the outside on Huxley. I don't think I've ever seen anyone jump through the ropes that quickly. Yeah. Uh, I'd say one thing for definitely for the British Berserker is regardless of his win-loss record, he always looks like a threat. Yeah. Definitely. Always looks like a fresh. He's so, so good as his big wild man. And uh, it'd be nice to see him get a win. It'd be nice to see somebody else get a win. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But uh, yeah, great, great match. Great way to start the show. Nathan Fraser is incredible. He got, but we didn't really see his entire range of offense because he got shut down so much by Saxon Tuckley. And it was just a yes. great, great match. Uh, three sugars. Uh, I gave it three and a half. Ooh. 
I'm not sure why I've decided free. I've just decided free. Uh, Noam Dar and Shah Samuel's promo on Mustache Mountain. Supernova Sessions, uh, Supernova Sessions was next with Gallas. They were interrupted by Eddie Dennis and The Hunt. Uh, One thing about the Supernova Sessions, big shout out um, to hear Mrs. Merton, the old BBC <laughs> um, interview show, being mentioned on NXT UK. That is being up to date and down with the kids. That is very much being up to date with the kids. Uh, like I say, uh, it's these supernova sessions. They're not working, are they? No. They are not getting Noam Dar over, are they? No. I just want to see Noam Dar punched in the face. I um, that's I don't. That might be what they want from it, but I, I, I don't. You know. Yeah, the comedy was sketchy again. Uh, there was one good line about, um, oh, nice town boys. Yeah, I, I liked, uh, you know, Gallas basically taking over the couch. But other than that, like you say, Eddie Dennis came out, The Hunt came out. Uh, the promo by Shah Samuels on Mustache Mountain beforehand. I like Shah Samuels as a promo. Mm-hmm. Uh, like to see him get back in the ring. He has impressed me since being at NXT UK, and his promos are definitely one of those reasons. Uh, hopefully, he can get Noam Dar over because he can't seem to get himself over at the moment. Which doesn't <gasps> make sense because he has wrestled, like he said, on Raw, on SmackDown, on 205 Live. He's wrestled in pay per views. The thing I've always thought Noam Dar matches is his matches are. Better the longer they are. When matches go deep with Noam Dar, his matches are fantastic. When matches are short with Noam Dar, not so much. So I wonder if there's something to that. Uh, and well, then the next one, Gradwell Mastiff locked door interaction. What did you make it at? So... Mastiff locks Gradwell out of the performance center after Gradwell complains that he took too long to answer the door. Yes. If we now get a wrestling match based on a door being locked, I think we will have officially gone back to 1980s Memphis wrestling. We're getting a match next week between Gradwell and Mastiff. You know it's coming. They always do this. Every week, Gradwell has an interaction with someone. The next week, he has a match with them. And, and loses. And, yeah. Uh, hopefully he'll get a win soon. Maybe against Mastiff. Who knows? One can hope. I mean, Mastiff has been on a losing streak himself, so he probably does need a good win over someone like Gradwell. Get himself back into winning. Uh, Mastash Mountain were next. They look forward to reuniting and debuting on BT Studio. They do indeed, but Tyler Bate does point out the Heritage Cup is his main aim at the moment. Yeah, I'm assuming he's going to get screwed by Darren Samuels, some probably how. And I would like to see Mustache Mountain finally win the NXT UK Tag Team titles in a match against Pretty Deadly. Because Mustache Mountain never failed to have a bad match as a tag team. And therefore, a match with Pretty Deadly would be absolutely fantastic. It has got a lot of potential. And, Unlike uh, the next match. Yeah, I was shocked about this. As I said, I opened the, the actual show by saying this. Amelia McKenzie lost in her first singles NXT UK match. Against Isla Dawn. Against Isla Dawn. Against Isla Dawn, but... Yeah, I weren't expecting that. I was looking forward to it because I've liked Isle of Dawn for a while. I know that some people haven't been as keen. I've always enjoyed watching her. It was Stephen who didn't like Isle of Dawn. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. We uh, we need to get to this, actually. Stephen was due to return to uh, the Teen Tights podcast. He had been hiding in the rafters. He finally made his way down the ramp where he was once again accosted and assaulted by those those, those damn pretty deadly bastards. And now he's leaving 
his home federation of Letchworth Garden City. And he is moving to a new federation. So he's going to be away for his no-compete clause. I think he's got fed up with being beaten by Pretty Deadly. Yeah, poor, poor Steve. Well, uh, look forward to your turn, mate, and uh, I'm sure we'll speak soon. <laughs> yeah, Isla Dawn beat Mila McKenzie. I did not see it coming. It was a good match. I'll give it three sugars. I thought it was a met match. I only gave it two sugars. Ooh. See? Just Didn't there. hold my attention. There we go. Ginny uh, then had a promo about Danny Luna. Uh, Joseph Connor stood there gormlessly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep, can't argue with that. She was very rude to Danny Luna and focusing on looks. Now, yes. bear in mind WWE's focus on anti-bullying and things like that. I'm not sure that was an intelligent promo. Yes. No, that's, that's an unfortunate way to do it. But yes, you know, maybe... Well, no, you couldn't even therefore just complain that she... Well, I did like the, the ring gear comment. <laughs> Uh, but yes, poor Danny Luna. Hopefully, she'll get her couple of power moves in before being beaten by Ginny. I think she might surprise Ginny. Well, she does need to. It seems like she's moved on from Piper, so she needs something new. You got Mandrews and Flash there, so that will give Joseph Connors something to do. Yeah, I can see a program coming from this. Uh, next up was the Mako Sadamori and uh, Valkyrie segment. Uh, mm-hmm. Valkyrie gave her a feather. Gave her a feather. That, mm. appara- that, that apparently means she wants a match. And Mako Sadamori, she knew this instinctively, despite never meeting Al- Valkyrie before, never watching Valkyrie before. She knew... That, that when Valkyrie left the feather, it was a challenge to her because Amelia McKenzie wasn't in the ring at the exact same time. But Mako yeah. knew it was for her and not Amelia. It should be a decent match. It should be a really, really good match. But... Ashton Smith versus Jack Stars with oh. Piper Niven in his corner, even though she wasn't in the corner, she was on the side. Yeah. Uh... Well, congratulations, Jack Star. He won a singles match by himself, all by himself, no help whatsoever by anybody. He won a singles match against Ashton Smith. And... He shouldn't Yeah. I mean, look, I get they're going to give him this little story, but how far are you really going to push Jack Stars? Could I mean, he be the UK have... Crash Holly? He, he could have a decent uh, heritage match against A-Kid. I'm sure he'd have a really good decent heritage match against A-Kid. He wouldn't win. He'd have a decent match against him. But yeah, I can't see there going to be much coming from this. And Ashton Smith, you know, we've talked about it before. There's star power in Smith. He just find some way to unlock it. I don't know who's holding him back there. Neither do I, and I think that they should really focus on his um, heart, in his history as being a semi-professional footballer as well, um, his history with Rampage, he's, he's I mean, got he's, the look, he's, he's got, got everything. He could have had Piper interfere, interfere, I thought she was going to, I thought maybe she was going to sort of like give him a little interference and a little bit of a nudge and a help, if you know what I mean. But uh, You know that she can't do that because she had her good guy hair on. Ah, uh, of course, the good guy hair, of course. But yeah. Uh, How many sugars? Uh, I, I can't give it more than two. I second it that. Good, it was a good match, but uh, I hate I to see Ashton Smith lose that, that way. Yeah. Really, and no, 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 it's no offense, Jack Styles. Again, we said he's a fantastic uh, guy, and he he looks incredible. He's a good wrestler, but he doesn't look as good as Ashton Smith. Yeah, uh, no, it was it was a opinion. So, what can we do? We can complain about the next match. Uh, I didn't have too much to complain about the next match. Kenny Williams beat Amir Jordan. 
hopefully that's the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> I like Williams doing a foley over the steps. Um, yes. But I just didn't feel that this match had a big issue behind it and was following up a tag team that had been together for over a year. It just felt like another match. It didn't feel like there was the emotion in it for me. No. Mir Jordan seemed to have... He had that extra little aggression to him. He didn't even take his scarf and bloody coat off before asking the ref to ring the bell. But as you say, I just don't... I hope Kenny Williams goes on from this. I really do. Uh, I like Kenny Williams as a competitor. Uh, I think he would have a good tag team with, like, um, Dar. I think the two would get along really well as a tag team. But And Amir Jordan. Yeah, you know, it was it was a good wrestling. I would definitely give this match three. But I just... Yeah. Couldn't give it more... I- I didn't feel it at all, and um, I'm afraid I'm going to give it two and a half. Mm. Where will they go next? Williams may be able to go into the Heritage Cup. I think Amir Jordan's just going to be lost in the shuffle. Yeah, uh, I think so too. Uh, It is what it is. Uh, I think Williams has probably got the bigger ceiling, so... Maybe it'll do something with him. Overall, I'd give this show two and a half. I would also give it two and a half, which I think is the lowest we've ever given it. We did two and a half a little while ago as well. Uh, not, you know, it was it was it was a good show. It was just wasn't a uh, it was a decent show. Sorry, it was an average show. Yeah, average show with average wrestling could be better. Uh, Anyway, uh, let's just move on to some more news. Attack Pro Wrestling. Uh, Pete Dunn has now confirmed that there are no plans to resurrect Attack Pro Wrestling post-pandemic. How do you feel about this? A little bit sad. Yeah. I mean, understand a... why. Um, yeah. He's in America. He can't focus on it and give his support. Um, so, yeah, Welsh Wrestling, unfortunately, have lost one of their premier names. Hmm. Uh, of course, because, yeah, even with Chris Brooks over in Japan, there's just, just no one, who, as, as he said, he just can't put the time and effort to it, especially with everything that came out of the Speaking Out movement. Uh, it's a big loss, and uh, it may not be always my favourite style, because it's very comedic over uh, Attack Pro occasions. They certainly lent into the Independent uh, quite a few times. Uh a great uh, match between Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn, where uh, Tyler Bate is Pete Dunn and Pete Dunn is Tyler Bate. <laughs> uh, you can you got to see a lot of guys how you wouldn't see them usually, and I think you know that brought a lot of notoriety to uh, attack. So, and uh, yeah, as you say, it is a bit of a shame to see them not returning. Ah. Yeah. But one guy who is possibly returning, and I know, yes, he is not British, but he was part of the British wrestling scene for a long, long time as Tommy and Alistair Black. Alistair Black may be coming back to WWE TV, finally. I can't wait to have him back. Not just because I want to be able to wear my Alistair Black t-shirt relevantly, um, (laughs) but because um, I love him. The Black Mass is the best finishing kick ever. Indeed. Um, and he does it so beautifully. Mm. Um, I, I think he's great. I understand that with his um, with the release of Tia Trinidad's um, his other half, there have been issues, but um, apparently it was between him and Drew McIntyre at last WrestleMania mm. as to who was going to get the big push. Um, so... Yeah, I saw yeah. that one. Uh, but yeah, I love Black. He's an amazing competitor. I'd love to have seen him uh, come and do some stint on NXT UK. Uh, unfortunately, he seems to be going back to SmackDown. But uh, yeah, great to see Alistair Black. Great to see Tommy End. You know, he was uh, integral to the British wrestling scene as, you know, it was coming to its point and it's to its highest. So good to have him back. Uh, Definitely. Davy Boy Smith, possibly to the WWE again. Uh, although DBS has not officially signed, there uh, is apparently 
serious discussions in that direction to bring him to the WWE. Uh, yeah, I, I saw his comments. Did you see his comments were a little while ago? He said the fact that this is no talent. Well, sorry, there's no big name talent in uh, NXT UK apart from Walter. Yeah, that's um, you know, a bit harsh on um, Tyler Bate. Yeah, and Trent Seven and uh, Noam Dar. Mako Satamora. Mako Satamora, yeah. God damn it. Uh, they get, you know, I, I get, kind of get where he's possibly going for. But of course, you know, America, does America only care about America? God, I nearly said F yeah there in, in the song. <laughs> they do. Um, but I stopped myself. They do. American wrestling fans are the. Uh, are lovely, and we love the fact that some of them do listen to the Brit Ref Roundup. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, yeah, Dave Boy Smith, yeah, to the WWE sounds good. I, I really doubt he would have gone to uh, NXT UK or NXT to be honest, but you never know. I think he's too big a name to be yeah. honest with you. Um, um, I really do, and I miss his tag team with um. The Murderhawk Monster, Lance Archer. Mm. I miss his tag team with uh, Brian Pillman Jr. I miss his tag team with Dave Finley. I miss his tag team with Tyson Kidd. Damn you! <laughs> <laughs> I miss his tag team with Grado. Ha! <laughs> I win. <laughs> Top trumps, yeah. Top you trumps. win. Uh... Uh, you are a resident councillor. Tell us about the APPG wrestling. Um, I am a resident politician. Yeah. Um, the APPG, the all-party parliamentary group, um, will be having some of their recommendations debated in Parliament on Thursday the 22nd of April. This comes out the back of the report that they released last week where we actually were there for the, um, the live press conference. It was ourselves, the Daily Mail, Jewish Free Press, Cultaholic, um, Sport Bible. There were, there were a few of us there. Hmm. So in a statement, Parliament asked to pay, debate the future of British wrestling. There are some things that you are surprised to hear discussed in Parliament. I remember in the 90s hearing Carmageddon, the computer game, being discussed in Parliament hearing the prodigy being discussed in Parliament. Um, it's, it's just mad. Um, and now we're going to have the future of British wrestling being debated. Um, we had the inquiry that was done. Um, it was co-chaired by Mark Fletcher MP, and they have managed to secure this parliamentary debate. Um, it will allow Mark and other MPs to highlight some of the recommendations of the report, um, to put some very short ones here, it's to make wrestling training schools sports. So they'll be under the Ministry of Sports, Culture and Media. And then to make the wrestling shows um, performance art. So um, it basically means the schools will have to be fully, um, fully checked, trained, all the tutors must be trained and they'll be able to get financing, which is brilliant. Mm. Um, so the highlights are available to view in advance and I will definitely be watching this on the 22nd of April at 5.30 on parliamentlive.tv and you'll also be able to watch it on BBC Parliament oh cool, oh yeah I, I'm definitely going to be checking this out as well uh, one of the things I started uh, discussing is something I remembered from uh, the Will Ospreay documentary and it's the fact that when he goes abroad he's insured as a wrestler but in the UK, he's not. Yeah. So I think that's something that needs to be looked at. I don't remember actually seeing it during the uh, APPG report. No, I don't remember that being mentioned, actually, the insurance side of things. It was mentioned as far as shows, mm. um, because one of the questions that I asked was, um, a lot of people don't realise that when a wrestling show is booked, the local council has to approve it. Um, so the local council will speak to the promoters and give them a license to um, have the performance, the wrestling performance in their area. Um, 
and that will include making sure that there is um, safety aspects in place. But a lot of councils don't actually have that for wrestling shows. North Hertfordshire does. And um, I asked whether they would be sending the results of their study um, from the APPG to all the local um, uh, licensing officers. And they said that they will be doing. Good. I think they were surprised to have a question that was sort of from the political side as opposed to the wrestling side. Well, I mean, we have to certainly look at this from political side. But as I said to... Uh, when speaking to Reach Wrestling, actually, I really still believe it's down to the, these British promotions to come together to agree on unified rules, regulations, regards, because they're the only ones that can do it uh, unless things are put into law. And a lot of this stuff is, isn't likely really to be put up into law. And uh, for anybody listening out there, uh, somebody come up with like wrestling insurance that uh, wrestlers can pay into and uh, be covered. Well, they used, in America, they used to have um, Lloyds of London doing it. Okay. I think, um, they could get their insurances. Yeah, because I, I just thought about it. You know, if, a, a, if one of the guys gets injured, you know, breaks his leg in a match, how long he's like, is that person out? Well, work for how is that person going to make be supported and make a living? And so, yeah, I think uh, somebody not get everyone, out there. And not everyone works for someone as nice as Tony Khan. Yeah, that's what I mean, you know. And if things like something like this happens again and wrestlers can't work, there needs to be some sort of insurance. Uh, so somebody out there, big bankers of the world, come up with wrestlers insurance. Well... That could be done if the wrestlers had a union or trade body, which is what is being recommended in the APPG. Um, the difficulty is getting an independent trade body that everybody will sign up to. Yes. Wait, so wait. I think they need somebody with experience in licensing, with an interest in wrestling, uh, possibly someone who regularly appears on a podcast wearing different T-shirts. Indeed. But what they really need is somebody who's got a degree in business and knows how to work the channels in the system. And that would be me. But no, I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, there needs need to be, there'll always, for me, I'm, and I'm going to spout it as many times as I can on here, there needs to be a governing body. And for me, the only way to create a governing body, now this is, we, we, I've talked about uh territory system well it doesn't have to be exactly like the territories you know people can still run shows wherever they want to run shows but what we need is unified rules and regulations for you know how people are gonna code of conducts yeah and we need universal rules that can be enforced where if somebody does something like lay into a referee which has happened before in one territory, they uh, one promotion, they will then not be able to work in all promotions. Kind of like your pub watch scheme. Yeah, very, very much so. And uh, yeah, I'm going to shout and we're going to scream this from the tops of my voices because uh, it's just something I truly believe in. Uh, before we go off the show, uh, WXW, uh, Wow, what a professional show. I'm really loving it. I definitely think we should look into it more, uh, start doing uh, maybe some little talks back about it. I think it's a good idea. Um, I know that it's not British wrestling, but it is European wrestling. It's, um, it's blooming good wrestling. Mm. It really is. They have got some excellent wrestlers who... <sighs> Who should be no more? The Hungarian arrows are sorry, arrows of Hungary mm. are brilliant, brilliant team. Levante, um, I really like his look. And as I said at the beginning, I like the pretty bastards. Love the pretty bastards. You can't deny the pretty bastards are just an absolute uh, gem of a team. Uh, better than the pretty deadly. <laughs> pretty bastards versus pretty deadly. We need that match. <laughs> Who is the prettiest of all? It, it would be pretty cool. 
Yeah, and there's so many. And that Marisol Arnie, uh, Bobby Guns, uh, Dreska, Robert Dreska, Avalanche. Wow, just... And big. They're big. They're big guys as well. They, they are. There don't seem to be many small guys over in... Uh, it's And as I say, the way the show is presented from start to finish, it just seems really, really professional. It's just great. It really is absolutely great. Uh, that is available on the WWE Network. We're going to discuss it further because if we decide to go ahead, of course, we will sign up to WXW On Demand so we can watch uh, the same week because the WWE Network is three weeks behind what is released on WXW demand, which is sometimes why their Twitter feed doesn't line up with what's going on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely a thing we should talk about then much more. Uh, PCW, don't forget you can catch PCW on Sky TV. That is Sky Channel Sporty Stuff TV on 437 Mondays at 11 p.m. That's PCW Rewind. And then on Sky Showcase TV, channel 191 on Saturdays at 9pm. And as PCW Play, I believe that will be their weekly show when they go back to live taping. All the action, two different shows, two different Sky channels. Go check that out. With all that said, it's been a bit rest roundout. Don't forget you can check out all our recent specials, including our recent interview with PCW founder, Stephen uh, Flutter, as well as Reach's Wrestling's co-founder and co-owner, Jason King, which you can check out on audio now. Videos should hopefully be available this week. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Pod. You can follow myself at GBAtaku82 and Dan at, at Garden City Dan. <clears throat> uh, don't forget to check out all the news and reviews on exclusive and bodyslam.net and you can also check us out on One Stop Wrestling One Stop, yeah. One Stop, wrestling, One Stop wrestling where you'll find several other amazing wrestling podcasts including It's Our House Pod, Chaos Theory Queen's Takeover What Do You Call It and many many more including ourselves now with that said, we have been two grown men drinking tea, talking about grown adults wrestling in tights. Have a great day and night. And remember, folks, don't feed the trolls. <laughs>